0: Hey, everyone. It's so great to be back with you here on the Planting Wildflowers podcast. One of the things that I have always loved most is having the opportunity to meet new people. Today is one of those days for me, so I'm super thrilled to have Kyla with us. Kyla, am I saying your last name right, Kyla? It's it's Moyer. Moyer. Yeah. Okay. See, yes. we're discovering already. Yeah, you guys, we're gonna have a superb conversation today. I want to tell you a little bit about Kyla before I let her take it away and share her life, her experiences with you, because I know it's going to, um, it's going to resonate with a lot of you. I think you might find yourself really connecting to some of the places she's been and really feeling inspired with where she has. Taken her life since then. So first of all, Kyla is really, really someone who would not have used the words enthusiasm and or vitality to describe herself only five years ago. So with physical and emotional pain, and her sole focus really being driven by money and success, she felt like she was being worn down. Already, I know that some of you are listening in because that pricks something in a lot of us. She realized that there really was a better way to living a more fulfilling life. So as a former corporate marketing manager, she's actually gone about transforming her life and the vibrancy of her life by tuning inwards. She was burnt out. She was disconnected and felt powerless. She went from program to program searching for the right next opportunity. And she found herself feeling more depleted than the way she started. I think a lot of us, again, were like, Yeah, I've been there. I know this feeling. Are they talking about me? Mm -hmm. She discovered that the true key to living a fulfilled and vibrant life is having a practice. Kyla, I'm so glad that you're here. Can you share? First of all, welcome. I thank wish I could give you a giant hug. I'm a yes, big hugger, but in yeah. today's environment, those are off the table. Yeah. So Just know I'm sending you a nice yeah. big virtual hug yeah. and I'm a good hugger. So enjoy
1: it. <laughs> yes, I feel it. Thank <laughs> welcome you. to the show and tell us all about you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. Um, yes. I, I thank you for just sharing that. And um, I really feel connected with your audience and, and I I I am a vibrancy coach and and I am on a mission to to kind of shed the light on that it's okay to be where we're at but there is a way to develop this practice this internal connection with your with your own self and to to start to build a practice to really see who it is that you want to be and show up the way you want to show up um, I found that having my own practice um, really allowed me to feel better and you know there there weren't a whole lot of out material outside changes but I could I could tell on the inside um, you know there was a little bit more confidence there was a little more sureness and there was certainly more awareness of just who, who Kyla was being. So, um, so this is my mission now, right. To help other working women discover ways to connect to themselves and build it into their own practice. I don't think there's really one right way to do anything. And it's about, you know, like trying and experimenting and and then evaluating what feels right, what feels good for you. Um, And that's what I like to um, help women kind of explore, like we explore it together I've got this framework that, that worked for me and I think is applicable to anyone. Um, And that's what I love about it, right? Like, I'm not going to tell you what feels good for you. It's all about you um, going inside and seeing what feels right.
0: Yeah. I love that. I can't wait to explore more with you on what that framework is, because what I love about it already is this idea that. It's not a one size fits all. So right. you are a coach. And sometimes right. the word coach, has, it, it can mean so many different things. And I think sure. sometimes we have a hard time connecting because we think we'll have to follow a prescribed program, but you're right. already saying that this is designed to support women where they're at and yeah. where they want to go within all of those unique variables yeah. That happened because there's no two lives that are being led the same.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah. So I'm so curious. And yeah. we're coming back to the structure so that we can all get a better sense for yeah. how we can benefit from the type of work that you do. Was there a moment? I know you you described feeling burnt out and you had tried programs yourself. We all have that one sort of defining moment or like a pivot point. Do you recall that in your own yeah. life? Yeah.
1: You know, I, it wasn't one particular moment. It was more of a series of moments, but I, I do want to share, like, there was a moment I was on social media getting lost in the scroll and I heard a woman, um, on the other side of that video say, you know, we often take better care of our pets than we do ourselves. And, you know, I thought, Well, yeah, of course I do. I, you know, I'm proud of that. And who doesn't love a furry friend or have one, especially in the last two years, like, right. We, we've, we've seen this shift of, um, you know, welcoming another four-legged into our homes. And, you know, I was taking better care of my little guy than I was myself. And, and I thought like, I don't want that to be true for me anymore, right? Like I wanted to make sure that I was, um, you know, making sure that I had the right nutrition and the proper exercise and the proper, um, like the right amount for me. And that it really just turned into showing myself more attention, showing myself more, uh, more kindness and grace Um, because I can identify a whole lot with being really like snippy with myself and being, um, just really harsh. And it was kind of this shift of like, okay, I'm going to, you know, greet myself. Like I do my dog every day. I'm going to make sure I go to the doctor when things hurt. And, Um, and just that little shift really went a long way for, for me to see it on a day-to-day basis, because obviously we're, we're interacting with our pets, you know, morning, noon, and night, um, and making sure that they're, they're well. Um, and so it, I just kind of shifted it and applied it to myself. And that was, that was a big moment that I feel is so relatable to the women that I work with and speak with. Um, of just being a little bit more um, intentional with how we take care of ourselves.
0: It's beautiful. And I've not ever heard anybody draw that comparison before. I've heard people say before, treat, talk to yourself as though you're the seven-year-old version of mm. yourself. Like I've heard that before. Yeah. And that's really great too. Yeah. But I think we all know and understand and have like a really deep relationship with, with pets. So yeah. to draw that comparison, I think is such a light bulb moment because if I smile because I think of when I see my dog, how yeah. do I act? I'm ha- it doesn't matter what has gone on. Yes, there's a happiness. there's an elevation that occurs. and I think when you are suggesting to turn that inwards, yeah, we all know how to do it. It's yeah. not nothing that needs to be taught. we We all know how to do that to act happy okay. and we we can reflect that back inwards to ourselves. That's so, so, so good. Yeah. so everyone with a pet and even if you don't have a pet there's an animal in your life for sure that you've loved at one point or another mm-hmm. you know how to do this already mm-hmm. okay Kyla, i'm loving yes. this already tell me about the vibrancy for life model
1: yes yeah so um like life changing for me was was creating my own practice and i um developed the three keys that are needed for uh, this practice right and um The three keys are around very simple, simple and tangible concepts, but they're practices, right? So it's not about perfection. It's not about um, doing it like meticulously every day, but it is about, you know, giving it attention every day. And the first key is awareness, right? So awareness with how we're feeling with how we're talking to ourselves and being able to just pay a little bit more attention to what's going on. So I think there's many different ways to build that awareness within yourself. Um, and that's what I help women do is just build that that muscle, build that um, that experience with yourself so we're getting to know ourselves, Another layer deep bar. I love that. So
0: yeah. give me an example. So let's say, yeah. let's say someone comes to you and they've experienced um, well, we, we can use a, a really relatable concept right now. There's so much stress right now. Yeah. Anxiety, I, I don't, I, I think it would be more likely to find somebody who didn't experience anxiety than it is to find somebody who does experience it. So yeah. a woman who is maybe in a corporate position yeah. has kids at um, at home who are in and out of school because yeah. of you know lockdowns and out pan, pan, pan blah 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 pandemic related things. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these added layers of stress. Yeah. A lot of times there's fear built around all mm-hmm. of the goings on, sure. um, and maybe they have a lack of support within their family relations. What? Yeah. What would be uh, a general first approach in working with someone like that? Because I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of women out there that are in that description
1: right now. Yeah. You know, I think the, 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 the advice I would give or the, the direction that I'd work with, um is being able to name and own our feelings right so there's there's a ton of stress there are many things but if there's an opportunity to be able to name and and identify the feelings that you're feeling. And, you know, and it's not about being happy and, and, um, you know, bubbly all the time. It's just about being honest with what's going on on the inside, right? It's our information that's telling us if things are, are feeling good to us or they're not. And, you know, there's a, a really helpful tool. It's called a feelings wheel, Um, by Dr. Gloria Wilcox. And she created this um, uh, image that just names all the feelings that we can feel. And, and I like to now, now that I'm on this other side of like, how many feelings do I feel through a day? Like how, you know, and, and, The fluidity of it, I don't have to be stuck in one particular feeling all day or just repeat to myself that that's what I'm feeling. Um, And so that's one of the first places I would start is being able to, um, you know, sometimes it is getting quiet and, and really like doing that self-inquiry, but other times, you know, it's on the go. I'm feeling really overwhelmed right now. And just saying that, like acknowledging that I know it gives us a layer of, um, of comfort, right? Just knowing how we feel.
0: Yeah, I think that's so true. I had a a real life example of that myself Mm -hmm. over the holidays. I had asked for Brene Brown's new book, Atlas Uh of the Heart. Okay, And I had had many people recommend it saying it was so fantastic and really explored emotions on a deep level, deep, but really um, general as well, like easy to understand, right? We weren't getting into the Deep science of it or anything like that. So it was a nice, easy read. And I remember coming across a section where she spoke about um, resentment, mm. and I gave no thought to it. So I began the the paragraph in the chapter that it was in, and right away I was like, "Oh boy, mm. that is hitting a nerve." Mm. I didn't think I was a resentful person, however. This is describing resentment as this feeling that is part of the envy family, and Mm. sometimes you can mistake um, envy for anger. So, I have felt Mm. angry about different things that are going on, you know, with situations in the world right now, and really it boils down to this sense of resentment because I'm envious maybe of the way someone else in a different part of the world is, is living through the Mm -hmm. same experience. And I thought, isn't that fascinating? I like to think of myself as someone who's really in tune with my emotions, but I would have never, ever described myself as resentful. That's almost a feeling that makes me like, it almost makes you want to, it's kind of cringy. You don't want to think of yourself as having resentment towards anyone. But as soon as you understand that that's what it is, you can identify it like what you're saying.
1: Yeah.
0: It opens it right up. Right. And it feels like it lifts and it doesn't evaporate completely, but you understand it and you can do something with that new understanding. Exactly.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mind blown. Like. Um, And you are expert at helping people really understand once they've identified emotion. So now we're getting a handle on our thoughts and our mind. You like to connect that so that people understand the interconnectedness between mind, body and soul. How do you help someone who is new to that concept really grab a hold of it and understand how it helps them?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, I... I would say the connection to mind and body has a lot to do with alignment. And I find that breath work and Um, walking in nature or yoga or just these connections within our physical help us get to that alignment with ourselves. So that's another piece of the practice that I am such a fan of, of really tuning in to that self. And, and, and like I said, not well i guess it's all about non judgment so the 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 first time that we're we're saying oh i'm angry oh i shouldn't be angry i'm mad that i i'm angry because i'm angry <laughs> like those are all opportunities that like within that moment we can practice like taking a breath you know um going out on that walk or you know just these Different tools to help us redirect where we're at in that moment. And I love the idea of a practice because it's, it's, we're all working at it. It's net, the work is never done. And it, I know that sometimes can be um, great news and that that can also be some like daunting news too. But I think for the most part, when we're on this journey of just, doing the best we can with the tools that we have. And we're always practicing uh, the next tool, the next um, phase of, of living life, right? Like we're here on this earth and um, you know, it's all an opportunity to just get to know ourselves better and get to know other people better too.
0: Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And I love that you focus on the word practice because You're right. It can seem daunting or it can seem exciting that you get to continue to grow within whatever practice you choose. But it's true. If you step into a number of things, journaling for the first time, it's often referred to as a journal practice or yoga practice, meditation practice. All of it is practice because there is no definitive end to any of it. There is always this next. Level or there's yeah. a way to soften an edge. There's always a way to expand and grow within ourselves. Yeah. So yeah, it's I find it really fun to to know that that is a never ending thing. Yeah. I find that there's something reassuring about the idea that it will consistently be there for you to grow within. Yeah. Yeah. And there's exactly. not a lot of consistent things out there, but that yeah. will always and forever be there for you the practice yeah. of growing into this vibrant state so you you use the word vibrancy a lot and I wonder mm-hmm. when you're defining that for a coaching client wh- how do you do that how do you how do you define that for someone because yeah. living a vibrant life is means one thing to one person yeah. and something very different to another?
1: Yeah. Great question. You know, it's interesting because we all have such different lenses and it does mean different things to different people. Um, For me, it's, you know, feeling lit up, feeling excited, feeling enthusiastic about my day. Um, And, and I'm not always like that, but I strive to have more moments like that because I know that's what I want. And so that's, that's also part of the practice is like, what do I want? And then how do I ask for what I want? So through the coaching process, you know, we talk about, you know, what vibrancy is for, for the individual. And then it's about being able to use that framework for seeing that, seeing that intentionally show up and then being able to practice it, Mm -hmm. um, connecting to our is like the best investment we can make. Um, And I'm a huge proponent of, you know, like we can strategize, we can have conversations, but until you're ready and willing to say like, yes, this is important to me, I'm going to um, do what I can to um, see myself more often. Like that's that's what I love to see in, in the clients that I work with. I wonder
0: if you've ever had a client come to you with this idea that they want to lead a vibrant life and you, Mm. you've got an idea of what that is in your mind and they come to you and you discover that their version of it includes things that you've since let go of. So Mm. success and money, because Mm. that, that does, that is still a main driver for for a lot of people. So how do you sure. transform? Neither one of them are bad. I don't think right. success or money are bad. They carry right. energy. Yeah. How do you help somebody understand the difference between the part of money and success that will yeah. drag them down and the yeah. part that will in fact lift them?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. I, I'm a big proponent of, you know, like asking those questions. Well, how does that feel for you? You know, how does that really make you feel? Is that really what you want? And we find that there is kind of a layer of shedding, if you will, like we've, we get to the root of really what success means or, you know, what you really want. Um, You know, one of my, wise is like to have the courage to live the life I was meant for. Right. So, um, if we're feeling in alignment and authentic to ourselves, like those success metrics, those things that we have identified that, um, you know, help us with our vibrancy shake out, like it just becomes more apparent on what's more important throughout the, the, the process.
0: Mm, I love knowing that i've I've witnessed a couple of people just in previous work experiences who have gone through an exercise maybe it's similar I don't mm-hmm. know but it led them to uncover what it was that they really wanted yeah. and I noticed with the people I've seen this happen with there is a very distinct emotional release when they realize what it is they actually wanted so yeah. they may come in indicating, fame, money, success, yes. all the things that, like yes. you said, are, are driving, um, metrics in yes. today's society. But when you yeah. peel it all back and you yeah. really get to that root, yeah, there is something so tender and so mm. sensitive about it. And there is yeah. often this incredible emotional release that comes with it. Yeah. I, I, I love when that happens for people. Mm,
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's really special and it's so authentic and, and that is a true gift, right? Like I, I think when we surround ourselves with people that either shine the light or help us see what it is, that's really important to us. Like that, that's amazing.
0: Yeah. So good. Do you have, is there anyone that you don't have to name names or anything, obviously, but yeah is there a story? Like, was there a moment where you were with a client where you're like, I am doing the right thing in my life because that felt extraordinary.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I feel that more and more. Um, and the more women I speak with and work with, the more it's just like a, um, you know, like we feel like we're in a community, like you've built this great community here and it just feels like it's flowing, it feels, it feels good. And I, I think the cool thing about coaching is it's all about being able to guide the client to where they want to go. They, they might know they might have an idea, but they ultimately are the the owners of their lives. And that is super important to honor and to help, um, you know, in, in whatever way that shows up. So if it's accountability, if it's, um, new strategies or just different ways to keep, um, this focus together for the client, like that's, that's super powerful. Yeah. I, I love that. So when people meet with you, yeah
0: if they decide to adopt the program that you're offering and really get into practice work with you, are they meeting with you one-on-one? Are you doing this in group settings or online right now? Maybe
1: yeah um definitely online um and right now i am working one-on-one with folks so um that's that's kind of where i'm at right now i i might be able to offer something later in this year but um right now i i am focused on helping one-on-one just you know for that that ease of you know we're going to make small changes together and it does take some time and energy to focus together and um and help each other you know see see really what is um maybe holding us back or um you know what how we can get to where we want to go mm,
0: yeah i like that it's yeah. it's true too that it is so important for us to find people like you who are willing to witness another person, yeah. you know, yeah. list, actually listen to what it is that they want, because there are, there are tons of prescribed protocols online, yeah. in person, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And yet, and we, I know so many people who continue even this year with resolutions, yeah. people continue to dive into these programs that they, they could have some success with depending on how they like to measure success. Yeah but i fear in those situations that they're not seen and they're not heard so i wonder often mm. will this work out for them because yeah. i think that's the number one thing that every every human needs right now is to be yeah. seen and heard and just oh, to yeah. know that the person who's coaching them understands that there is no there is no straight path it's right. going to be lumpy and bumpy and you're yeah. probably going to go sideways a few times probably yeah. fall on your face but knowing that someone's there to pick you back up, cheer yeah. you on, and yeah. find an alternative route, yeah. that's that's everything. Coaching, yeah. I can't say enough about coaching right now, because mm. we, we all have friends, we all have family, but there's something different about the relationship between yourself and a coach. So if you have the means to invest in a coaching opportunity, like what you're speaking of, yeah. I, it gets you know, two thumbs up from me because, um, having experienced it myself, I know that it brought out a lot of uniqueness that I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. You just don't know what you don't know. Right. So you discover things about yourself and you're really kind of blown away. And once that momentum catches, yeah. look out, you right. are, you're on your way to something. Yes. <laughs> like You're like, uh, you know, a, a fireball, nothing yes. can stop you.
1: Yes. It's really
0: a beautiful experience. So if you, if you're listening right now and you've thought about coaching, check Carla out, Yeah, look into coaching for yourself, because there are all of these opportunities to lead a more vibrant life in your own way Yes, and to have someone on side with you carries more weight than you can even imagine. And until you experience it, there's no real way for me to define it because we all, we all take it in very differently. Right. So who, did you grow up this way? Did you grow up with this supportive spirit or is this something that found you through research, through, like, how did you put yourself in this position to be so supportive of other people?
1: Oh yeah. That's a great question. Uh, you know, I feel in various ways I was supported with my family. Um, I, I was a college athlete and so sport was always my kind of practice. Like I practiced, you know, six days a week. Right. But it wasn't this level of, um, I guess care and compassion that I take now. Um, I still find myself, my competitive nature and my goal setting, um, skills that like come, come back, but I've just find such a reward in helping others, listening to them and offering just, um, you know, a, a sense of support. Um, and that really is, is what I found the most joy of over the last 12 months of just feeling like I know what's going on inside me and then being able to take some steps towards realizing that. Um, and, and I know if I could do it, other women can do it too. And, and that's what I want to to i guess share with everyone of just the power of this practice can really help you see yourself and become that like attraction in the room right like you are just you know who you are and you're using your tools and you're you're just growing you're just growing so mm it's a beautiful state to be
0: in. Who are you finding that you're attracting and bringing in? Is there a certain type of person that is showing up?
1: Yeah. You know, I think I'm very, so working women in the workforce. Um, I'm finding that there's opportunities that just, we know, like, I guess the best way to explain it is there's this, like, nothing's really wrong, but nothing's really right either. So like this, like it's not uncomfortable, but it is present. It's within your awareness. It's, um, about like, I know that there is something else that lights me up and what I'm doing every day is not doing that. So, um, these women want to have that experience of connecting to themselves. And, you know, one of the, the ways that I found helpful was, you know, I like being able to spend some quiet time with ourselves um, does allow for that connection. But it's also an opportunity, like, let's have fun with ourselves. Like, let's, you know, be silly or, you know, try something new in our own space and, and see how it feels like it doesn't have to be so serious or so um, prescripted. Um, so that was one thing that just kind of trying new things was a part of the process and and um, being open to trying like different food or different coffee shops or, you know, just this, um, sense of opportunity that exists in our everyday, um, our everyday activities. Yeah. I like that. Yeah.
0: I, whenever you can spend time with yourself, it's always, a a, it's a great place to learn. Yeah. The best place to learn really. Yeah. 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 I encourage my kids to do that all the time, which they think is so weird and bizarre, but one day I know they'll step into it and be like, oh, that's what she was talking about. Yeah. Oh, that's such a gift. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's something I, I mean, I wish that was part of teachings from, had someone shown me Mm. how to be still Mm -hmm. and. I mean it's if someone had said just listen to yourself when I was a kid I would have thought it was strange.
1: Yeah.
0: But eventually you you get it once yeah. it's reinforced and supported yeah. and encouraged. Yeah. The way we do in our adult lives. Yes. If we could just back that up a little bit and start yeah. with a younger generation I think we would be in a much more um we would just be in a different place. Yeah. I really think yeah. we would. We would all know ourselves so much mm. better. Yeah. yeah, this is good work that you're doing. Um, who, when you think about the people who are your guides or your mentors now, yeah. Yeah. do you have a few people or a
1: person come to mind? Um, no, no one that I know personally, but I like to think of my teachers with like Louisa Hay and Mm -hmm. Wayne, Dr. Wayne Dyer. Um, you know, they still have materials and recordings that are so relevant and so empowering. Um, yeah. And just like, like even just these questions of like, i are just statements of i have good intu- intuition what do i think about this like just that self inquiry alone is like oh i can i can go to myself because i already have good judgment so i think you know as much as we can look outside for great advice and guidance and mentors like i do truly believe that inside, like we know just giving ourselves some of that, that trust and belief, um, is, is what I encourage all of my clients to do. I love it.
0: I'll put Louise Hay and, uh, Wayne Dwyer Dyer in our, um, on our show notes. So if those are new names to you, then Look them both up. They're very inspirational, and kind of like I can totally see where they would weave themselves into the work you do right now. Yeah. But what I love the most, the most about what you just said, is that guidance can come from the outside, but trusting your inner voice and relying on yourself and viewing yourself really yeah. as your own mentor—that's yeah. the magic.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that is the magic oh boy, when we realize that in ourselves, that is, mm, that's the secret sauce right there. Yeah. Oh,
1: I got a, chills. Thank I you. Know, <laughs> I
0: know. Because like right away, I hope, I hope the listeners are inspired to put the phone, whatever device you're listening on, set it down, maybe grab a piece of paper and just go somewhere quiet. You don't have to have anything planned just maybe sit down and think about the way this show even made you feel what did it stir up for you do you mm-hmm. trust yourself that's mm-hmm. a great question
1: mm-hmm.
0: to ask yourself do i trust myself do you always see you'll know the answer because if if anything comes up in your life and you're always like oh i'm just going to give so and so a call and find out what she thinks about that or i'm just going to check with my husband or i'm just going to see what they think about this Those are all well and good, but after you've made a firm decision for yourself, you know, you can elicit responses from other people, but I love when you can step into your own thoughts and know for certain that you have this unwavering quality of trust within yourself. That's big.
1: Mm -hmm. What a gift to yourself. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, so you're taking on new clients. How can we follow along with you? Follow on your journey and perhaps be included in what you've got planned in the future.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to reach out, I can be found on Facebook. Um, that's probably the easiest um, place to find me. And I am opening up my schedule um, to have like a, a breakthrough session um, just to to get to know you a little bit more. And if it feels like a good fit and a good um, opportunity for us both, like we can um, decide on what works um, but virtually right now, I mean we can definitely do video or phone calls um, both work well because it's all, you know, um, intentional time for you to talk about the things that are on your mind and how to how to get get on our journey to having a practice and and living vibrantly. Oh,
0: I love this. Kyla Moyer, vibrancy coach, you, you. are. Awesome! I loved spending time with you today and getting to know you myself. Yeah, and allowing for this whole audience at planting wildflowers to learn from you. Yeah, and remind themselves of how powerful they really are. How all of the answers are really an internal mm. search. Yeah, no need to go anywhere. <laughs> That's right. It's all right there. Definitely check Kyla out. Find out how you can integrate yourself into her life into her work, into her mission to support you in finding that vibrancy that lights you up. And until we meet again, friends, I wish you health. I wish you happiness. And I thank you always for being part of the show. Have a great day, everyone.